All right, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural outing of the Hilliard Beacon. I'm Jordan Smith, joined by Tim Hoffman. And welcoming Kevin Corvo. Local superstar reporter Kevin Corvo. As we uh, head out on our maiden voyage of uh, the good ship Hilliard Beacon. Folks, uh, we are starting today uh, an effort to reinvigorate and relaunch and restart a local media culture centered around news. Uh, you know, I think more and more often uh, we come up against the troubling reality that uh, there's a lot of information floating around out there and not as much of it sh as uh, is focused on you as should be. I think we need to put more of an emphasis on the uh, places we live and the communities we work in, and that's what uh, this effort is set here to address. So, uh, you know, given that in mind, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, what's brought us all here, you know, today. Tim, you've got some ideas about uh, what we're doing here as far as doing a local news organization. What do you think? I think it's a neat opportunity to create a publication that is sort of centered around the things that we are particularly tuned into as a member of the Hilliard community. Um, the idea that this week was there sort of keeping an eye on things, even if it wasn't, was a sort of a salve and it's a we we read it when we were in it. Some of us read it all the time, um, but the idea that that was a a product that checked boxes for the company that owned it, rather than uh, for the community it served, I I see starting something like this is here's we're going to check the boxes of what people here want to know about. Because that is that's the only goal here, right? We're we're able to start from a different set of first operating realities when it comes to you know what the quote unquote business of doing this will be. Right. So you know that's a key point. It's one of the structures that's you know been updated given this new media environment online and uh, you know in the newsletter format we'll be uh, delivering through, which we'll talk about a little bit too, but. Mm -hmm. Let's bring Kevin into this conversation since he's going to kind of be the, the centerpiece of uh, the beacon in uh, version 1.0, we'll call it. And I mean, it's just another in a long history of uh, publications you've been working with over the course of your career, Kevin. So tell us a little bit about like where you started in Hilliard. I think you told me 1999 is kind of like the start date for that's, Hilliard specifically, but tell me some of that. Thanks, Jordan. Um, that's when I started covering Hilliard, um, and I can... Uh, and I'm a Hilliard High School graduate. I graduated in 1988, so I always considered the work I did both of labor of information and labor of love, um, quite frankly. Um, I truly enjoyed um, covering the city Hilliard and the town um, that I grew up in, and um, obviously I enjoy writing, so that was a wonderful blend of both things for, um, for 24 years. 24 years. Um, I went to um, Ohio State University, and I was writing for both this week newspapers and suburban news publications uh, while a student at Ohio State. So imagine a world, there were competing weekly newspapers at that point. Right, competing uh, local In the weeklies. 1990s. Competing um, small And competing presses. local newspapers. Yeah. And, and, and I worked for Suburban News and I had 
competitors, basically, that were the reporters at This Week. And uh, we did try to scoop each other. Sure. And we developed sources, and each of us had our own sources, and each of us sometimes had um, exclusive stories, um, certainly feature stories, and things you tried to do that weren't necessarily just going to city council meeting. And, I mean, the public can go to city council meetings, so what what is heard there... Um, um, any reporter could go and observe. Um, Should be distributed in a matter of record, in a matter of public discussion mm -hmm. and things, but you're talking about like actual sourced feature writing where you're looking at yes. longer term impacts yes. of issues and community relations and um, things like that. Yeah. I, uh, I covered se several other communities uh, before covering Hilliard. I was first assigned to Hilliard um, in 1999, the last year of Mayor Roger Reynolds' um, tenure. Um, uh, Tim Ward was elected mayor next, and then Don Schoenhart, and uh, I learned a lot um, covering covering those. Um, I eventually covered the school district. Um, so, um, so you've seen really. I mean, talk about a sea change. Mm -hmm. You know, we. I mean, you said you graduated Hilliard 1988. Mm -hmm. That means you graduated from Hilliard High School, singular. 5600 side of Darby Road. Right. <laughs> now there's three high schools. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, a seeming growing infinity of uh, feeders that service the kids throughout all the levels of elementary school and everything. So you've seen all that development. A zillion schools. You've seen, <laughs> you know, just the, the outright growth of Hilliard from Hilliard. I have. Huh. I have. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I see community news um, knowing that as, as, um, as a baseline uh, to report on the other things uh, that I've been able to do. Um, other media networks, you know, metropolitan newspapers are going to cover certain things. But I think we did lose a voice in community news um, when, uh, when this week news stopped publishing um, on, on, on a number of levels. Um, so, um, I think ultimately when you do find a thing like that where you see oh, look at how useful it is to catalog all this change. Look at how useful it is to really have a focus on these kind of issues and these type of, um, these type of information sets where you can actually dial in week after week after week after week through a set of eyes and through a set of relationships that you develop. To think that that goes away after 24 years of cultivation at you know, by what reasoning? By what reasoning do we lose that information access? I think that's one of the central um, things that we're here to ask as a group of people is that why should we lose that? We shouldn't. I think we're answering that question right now. We should not take all that, you know, earned uh, uh, credibility and information and, and resources and lose it as a community. So, you know, that's part of what we're stepping in to do here. Good. And, and I hope and, you, and I hope you feel a part of that. I do. Uh, when the when the newspaper closed, I wondered what the reaction from the public might be. Will it be missed? How much will be it missed? Is there a way to um, to replace that? So I, I welcome the opportunity to um, explore in what in what in what ways that could be achieved. Uh, maybe not at the same level. Um, I, I don't know, but but I I did wonder how much that would be missed. Right. Um, I imagine readership in newspapers everywhere is 
not what it was decades ago. Um, but there's also an adage that you know you don't miss something until it's gone, and and maybe there are uh, people in the community who who do want to know, um, who do want to read these stories or be informed about 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 what content that we might um, present right. um, at the community level. I mean, what are the Lions Club, Kiwanis Club doing? The Howard Arts Council, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, the the social outreach that. Uh, that businesses do, that, um, that the police officers do, and, and, and the firefighters. Um, they've got public events that they do that I feel might not be covered in the same manner it was covered under Suburban News and under This Week, right. um, um, as well as, as the important news that City Council does. Sure. Um, and, and while that might be covered by other media, uh, I think any reporter, not just me, but a reporter working for the Hilliard newspaper, I think has inroads to their sources and to the community to approach content and stories differently than other media would that do choose to cover those events. Mm -hmm. So there's covering those stories in a, in a, in a, in a uh, closer manner, I think, or, or just in a different manner. Or at uh, all. Or at all. Or, or at all. I mean, there are, some, there are some stories, I think, that won't be covered lacking this week and, uh, and the Northwest News. Right. And then, you know, there will be other things that, you know, fandoms pick up their own uh, responsibilities for. <clears throat> like, as far as the, you know, a level of reportage or fan clubbing or community about, you know, local Hilliard sports and things like that, I'm mm -hmm. not too concerned. I think there will come sharing aggregation services and things like that. It will take care of a lot of those issues. You know, I hope that we can focus on, you know, those uh, steady information streams that I think the public deserves to be educated on, deserves to be aware of, you know, stemming from government and policy and, you know, the actual public interest and things that the public needs to be aware of. But then also, as you're saying, you know, that real reporting that uh, develops a sense of shared community, that fabric that says, oh, yeah, I, that is... Uh, someone I know, someone that carries over from week to week, month to month, year to year. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a, a big part of what we're hoping to set out to do uh, with the Beacon. So, just on cue, of course, uh, as we get terrible word of Kevin's uh, publication ceasing to be, um, the city delivers with a scandal to inaugurate us. Um, you know, the first story uh, out of the books on the Hilliard Beacon is um, unfortunately one of a financial crime perpetrated against the city, um, which if anybody has followed along with Hilliard and Hilliard's uh, development over the last 25, 30 years, you'll know that unfortunately the city has experience with and history with uh, financial scandal and crime. Um, you know, it's nothing uh, that any imp any one person in particular, <laughs> you know, there is no head to hang. Uh, but there is a sense that this is part of the culture um, that a good govern good government program needs to develop safeguards against, needs to lead the fight against, needs to uh, step up its um, uh, vigilance. I guess you might want to say. Uh, and we need to get to the bottom of why these things happen to Hilliard. So let's talk a little bit about this story. Let's uh, let's get into it. So what did we find out? What's the what's the big news? Well, the 
recent story that will come forward in this edition of the Beacon uh, is a is a lack of uh, following protocol that um, a particular um, city employee um, did not follow protocol, and uh, the city uh, has lost an amount of money that it may recover. Some of it um, that's yet to be determined. How much will be covered by by the insurance they have against against these sorts of incidents? Right, um, and it is, and it should be said that this is a common occurrence now. This is fishing. For people that don't know what fishing is, it's usually a, just a, a very basic shorthand definition is someone pretends to be someone they are not. They get you through that confidence to click on something you should not click on, which can then have a whole series of repercussions from you get involved in something where you have to take, you know, Amazon gift cards to someone, or you have to, you know, uh, bail your uh, grandnephew out of jail uh, from across the country using Walmart gift cards. I don't know. But, uh, you know, fishing can lead a whole lot of directions. In this case, someone represented to the city that they were representing a paving company that the city already worked with. This is a big company, lots of contracts, lots of dealings. Um, kind of maybe generated a false sense of security. You know, I, I don't know. We That's the truth of it. We just don't know, like, the minute-to-minute details of how much of city policy was adhered to and where the shortfalls happen. But let's go through the, the dates a little bit because I think that's another dimension to this story that is interesting to all of us. And we thought, I think the underreported part of it is that between the time this was discovered and the time certain superiors were informed of the incident, a period of 35 days elapsed. You know, that is not what I would call good governance. Yeah, that's that's of interest. I think so, too. You know, because as we get into this stuff, like, what happened over the course of that 35 days to the integrity of the systems, the reporting, you know, was there some type of effort to obfuscate the truth? I mean... You inform a, a police officer, you start a criminal investigation, but you don't proceed through the city channels that you're supposed to proceed through in the order that they're supposed to happen. You know, that's a secondary failure, um, you know, of the policy uh, at present in uh, city administration. So that's another thing that they have to look at closely. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you? What sense did you get from various city council people, uh, you know, on this topic where where do they stand on these kind of things seemingly happening regularly well just getting back into it uh regarding this most recent fishing scandal and uh the loss of two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars at least nine hundred that's in the initial check disbursement and that we should hasten to add that's what the reporting says is that uh somebody changed an account number uh based on the email and uh, just like that, the money is gone. And now there comes the investigation. Uh, what do you think were the, I mean, what was the attitude of some of these council people, given, given we're back here again with another financial crime? I haven't spoken with the city council or um, asked them about that yet, so perhaps that can be part of some uh, follow-up coverage. For sure. Uh, unlike the first um, financial crime, uh, this, this is different. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, the first, uh, the first resulted in a uh, criminal trial and a and a sentence, and was something that was done uh, over the course of um, several years. 
Yes. Uh, whereas this was a simple uh, failure to follow a uh, protocol. Right. Uh, while you could ask why that didn't occur, um, I have not. I've not asked City Council um, how they, what what their thoughts are on this yet. Um, the the city administration communicated what happened uh, to them, uh, uh, and then also issued a, a, a press release that laid out the timeline uh, for how this occurred. And there is an ongoing uh, police investigation, uh, and those are all things um, that um, that can be followed up on. Um, and as an example of the need, is an example of what's not being covered any longer by the this week papers. I mean, right. this would have been something that I would have. And while other media have have covered this, um, it remains to be seen if the other media would follow this through and continue the coverage. Yes, uh, and, and this is where I am. What's going to happen? Yes. Um, this week, um, I mean, I've covered Hillary for 24 years, but there was a Hillary Northwest News long before that. Right. Uh, the Hillary Northwest News, uh, I do not know the distinct history of that. Um, someone named Wayne Brown, known as Brownie, uh, operated that paper in the 1970s. I think he started it um, or acquired it even in the late 1960s. Mm. Um, and their office was on Center Street next to Jack's Appliances, and uh, there were reporters. Uh, one was named Francis Jacobs, and uh, a co-worker of mine named Lisa Zellner covered, and also who I graduate, covered uh, Hilliard before I did. So there is a 50-year um, track record of a Hilliard newspaper uh, dedicated to covering uh, things in Hilliard, um, which would be something like this um, financial um, incident. Um, for the first time, that's gone. So... I don't know how other media will cover that. Um, right. I just know how I would have covered it. Right. And if the newspaper still existed, that's something I would have um, you know, continued to follow up on. Okay, what is the police uh, investigation revealed? Um, how much of the money has the city recovered through its insurance? And whatever other details might evolve from the timeline um, of, of, of the financial I believe the assistant resigned as well so, as things have gone on. Uh, that was reported via other media. Okay. Um, I did not independently confirm that. Um, I, I was told by the administration that the finance director's job was um, terminated. Right. Um, I, I did not uh, get official comment from the administration um, as to uh, the reason for that, but the press release uh, indicated you know the, the failure for, for that to right, come that's forward the second stage timely in a time complying manner. with the complying with the internal regulations yeah i think um, and it, you really hit on the thing for me kevin is just that we don't know uh, again initial reports are out there in the dispatch and you know we've got ours via you but what we do know is that we will continue you know and you will continue in that proud lineage of people that have taken a real interest in covering what goes on in this town and I think that we can all say that, uh, you know, that's one of our uh, hopes for this is that we can join that uh, relationship and we can be looked on as part of that uh, legacy, you know, and, and build the next generation of it. We don't know what it's going to look like yet. We are going to strive to understand this new platform and distribution model and build on it with your kind help. And that's kind of the part we're at now is we tell you that, you know, our commitments are to support Kevin through this endeavor and to help him produce at least one article a week uh, specifically about issues just like this and other things happening in Hilliard 
and we will be producing this companion piece to go along with that reporting to try to bring more people into that loop of information and uh, show people that we have a valued and, and valuable interest in uh, letting you folks know what's going on right here in Hilliard. So if anybody else has anything to contribute here at the end, I think we'll make our pitch for uh, a Substack subscription from you folks. Hopefully you'll join us there and we'll provide links to that information and the details and the posting. Uh, so you'll see all that. But Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, where you see us going in these last few seconds? Well, I think it'll be interesting to see what interest we get back from people who are going to read. Do they want us to keep and you know using that feedback decide oh do we want to cover more of what's happening in you know the local commercial developments what's going in here what's happening here who's behind this development right. those kinds of questions or uh obviously we need to continue to cover how those things relate to um our government mm -hmm. uh you know you can I think school board too yeah for sure so it'll be interesting to see what uh what people are interested in, in right. reading. And, what you know, we're genuinely emerges. What genuinely emerges as opposed to what's yeah. being catered to for advertising considerations or anything else. You know, what we're what we're really able to get an audience for. Kevin, what are you hoping to do with this? Just, you know, as briefly as possible, aside from get some gainful employment for yourself in these trying times. Well, um, as I said earlier when we started the broadcast or the recording uh, I truly enjoy uh, working and covering the city of Hilliard. Um, if it uh, provides um, a little bit of part-time uh, freelance um, support, it's a way for me to continue um, to do something um, I love doing. Uh, I, I don't know how successful it might be. Um, again, I wondered if there would be some other model that might replace this week, whatever that model might be. Um, uh, because what I love doing, obviously writing and reporting, but particularly doing this in the city of Hilliard. Right. Uh, so um, at the very least, it allows me to um, carry on um, something I'd like to do. Uh, and if it is marginally successful, that's a bonus. And um, I, guess that's how, I guess that's how I see it. And, and uh, in our community, we have a wonderful community here in Hilliard, and I think they... Uh, some of them I think deserve and would want to know what's going on in the, in the town they call home to. There it is. So. <clears throat> you all deserve the best, and we'll <laughs> try to give you our version of it. <laughs> but thanks, everyone. I think you'll be seeing us very soon. Like uh, this video, join us on Substack, and subscribe there. We appreciate your support. You are our only boss in this regard and in this endeavor. So thank you very much. Have a great day, and we'll see you again. Cheers. Thank you.